This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Amy Van Hoos. Welcome to After the Bell Rings. This is episode four. I'm Amy Van Hoos, and today I am joined by my guest, Mrs. Lisa Patterson. Lisa Patterson is a first grade teacher at Silver Creek Elementary. She grew up in southwestern Illinois, graduated from SIUE, and has taught first grade for 11 years in Collinsville. During that time, she got her master's in instructional strategies through Rockford College, and this is now her second year at Triad, and here for us, she has taught second grade and first grade. Today, Lisa and I are going to talk about keeping kids accountable and organized at home. Kids know what they need to have done when they get home, but they don't always get it done right away and it's not always easy. We know that home life is hectic and we've added to your plate here at school because now we are sending home homework and projects and notes and things to get done. So Lisa's here today to share some strategies for fitting it all in and getting it all done. So welcome Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, Like you said, it is very hard for parents to walk out the door after work and knowing all their to-do lists and everything they need to get done, let alone their to-do list to help their children when they walk through that door as well. We, all of us parents feel the same way. Right, Lisa and I are both parents too, so <laughs> with kids in school, so we feel you yes. on this one. We we have been there before, and we have a couple strategies today that we'll, we'll share with you that have worked for us. And what we really wanna hit on today is taking the responsibility off the parents so much um, and really put it on to the child. But the child, the children do need the parent's support because not all children know exactly how to be organized. What's one strategy that maybe you've got for us to get started today? Well, what we want to um, have our children do when they walk in the door is have them learn really good organizational skills, automatic. We don't want to be nagging them. At times we might feel like we are motivational speakers <laughs> and trying to get them trying to help them through their task, but we're really, really nagging at them, trying to get everything done. I Yeah, last night trying to get just even pajamas on in our house, it was just over and over nagging and nagging. So I understand what you're saying about making it automatic. We say it once and we wanna make this just automatic right away. So look forward to hearing what you've got to say today. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that um, we can do to help our children when they come home is just have the materials ready in one central location. That might include sharpened pencils, glue, um, markers, highlighters, pens, erasers, paper, and just really having a desk or a home area. Um, we, I was like so over the nagging with my kids and where to sit, where are we gonna do? So I made my husband turn my dining room into a big home office space. And that's the extreme. Um, but this mama needed it to get through her nightly routines. That makes sense. Um, so I have, a, I have a little counter in our kitchen where we can sit, and my kids tend to sit there and do their work. Um, recently, though, we took one of the drawers that's right under there. Yeah. And that's, just like you said, we put 
glue, markers, highlighters, pens, pencils right there. And then that saves a lot of time. When the kids come home, they know to pull out their homework and sit there. But then everything they need is in that one spot. So whether you're going extreme, like full dining room (laughs) makeover or just a little spot in the kitchen, I agree though that that one spot has made a big difference for us. Right. And another idea is, you know, if you don't like those drawers, um, a small shower caddy. Mm, Um, Those are always easy and well organized that you can supply things in there. And even just a um, large three ring binder, anything that is easy accessible for the child to reach and grab and go is always makes their lives easier at home. I think uh, like Target, Walmart, some of those places they sell little little caddies, little zipper caddies that can go in the binders too. So that makes sense. You could put some of the materials in there too. Exactly. Another thing is I feel like has really helped my family and it could help others is having a planner Um, a calendar or an um, assignment book. I just think children need to plan ahead and then not walking through the door and us asking, okay, what are we doing tonight? We have this and this and this, but a lot of kids are visual learners as well. So we need to have a planner set out and just maybe like on Sunday night, sit down with your child and plan for the week. Some of the younger kids could maybe even do this with a chalkboard or a bulletin board that you put up. So yes. they see what's going on each day. Right. So I like that where, okay, we know Monday night we've got dance. Tuesday night we've got soccer. Just whatever is happening, we have those big things set out. So you said maybe Sunday night you sit down and plan. Yeah. What, what might that look like? Well, what we usually do is sit down. Um, we'll get the calendar out or, like you said, the chalkboard or whatever. Sit down and just plan in the must-dos. If your child is in sports, 615 that's a must so then you got to plan around um your child's sports or their church events or their family gatherings and meetings get the must do's down on the calendar first and then start filling in the time slots okay you have this at 615 when are you we plan on doing our homework we can fit it in before or we can fit it in after really let your child have some choice in it and if your child fails at it it's okay they need to fail to know this didn't work for me let's try plan b I like that. So the kids are now helping with planning and Absolutely. they are coming through with what time they are going to get their stuff yes. done because they know they've got soccer at 6.15. So now we're planning where homework fits in around that. Yes. So they get home, they know exactly what time they're doing that. And it gets rid of the unknown right. when the parent walks through, what time are we going to get this? Because you don't want to plan your day on the night of. It needs to be planned many days before. I can see where that would take a lot of the guesswork out of it and save some time. Um, What about when we have longer projects? Do you have any suggestions for helping us kind of fit the longer projects in? So after you sat down and you planned the must-dos and the homework, then what do we do with those projects? One of the main projects that are coming up um, right now is the Young Authors Projects. I feel like um, if if parents sit down and have it planned, pre-planned of, okay, this day we're going to work on our title page or we're going to work on the beginning of our story and just really have everything mapped out can really ease the tension of getting it done nicely and well and I feel like when things are planned out things get done quicker and more efficient yeah more efficient and there's more pride in the work oh I like the pride part too and I think a lot of what we've talked about works for younger kids and learning how to manage their time and organize but it doesn't mean that we can't do this with some of our middle school kids or even high school kids who haven't mastered this skill yet kids need to learn how to do this not it doesn't come automatic to everybody so starting young and helping learn how time management fits into your home and then 
how it can continue into middle school and high school. We do that some at school too, but taking it from school and then really reinforcing it at home really, I think, would help the kids see that connection that we're organized in school, we're organized at home, and then it kind of goes back and forth. If you're organized at home then, then you're back to organized at school. So it goes back and forth there. When my students first walk into my door, everything is on a schedule and so they just like the known of what's going to be, happen we have a calendar in our classroom they like to know when things are planned out it just it's enjoyable to watch them walk through the door and they're like oh we're doing this today awesome i can't wait to look forward to that and when you have things set and you look back on everything if you have it all right now it's always fun to go back and say look how much i've accomplished in these days and i always feel a sense of I finish something just by crossing things off instead of just talking about it. Sometimes when you just talk about it, you don't realize how much work you really did in that day until you see it all written down. And and I can vouch for everything that Lisa's saying. I have walked into Lisa's room before and (laughs) the kids know exactly what to do. So the advice she's giving today isn't just something she's made up. It's something she lives in her classroom every single day. You walk in and the kids have their schedule in front of them they know Mm -hmm. where they need to be every single minute and they just do it and they're happy and they're organized and i i think lisa could leave the room and they would be just fine oh they would be (laughs) (laughs) so not that she's going to but she i mean she has it down to a science so she's got some great suggestions for us today and lisa i think you have one more suggestion for us today yes i do um it hits more on the um younger students um timers timers are very useful for the younger students, it's a great visual for them. Um, if they come home and you you know your child really enjoys a snack right after school, give them their snack and maybe watch a little TV. And then say once this timer is out, it'll be time to start our homework or our next project. Could you even write those timers in those times into your calendar? So when oh, the kids yes, come that's home, a great idea. <laughs> you got your calendar, yeah. okay, we're home. Here's our 15 minutes of uh, free time, whatever you want to do. And then we go into your homework, depending yes. on how much time you have that night. Yes, timers mm-hmm. definitely could be fit in there. We could use them for goal setting, too. I know in my classroom, I used it a lot for goal setting. Uh, we are going to get this done in this amount of time. I want you to accomplish this assignment in 15 minutes. That helps some of our students who maybe aren't as motivated to work right away or that when you hear the, I don't want to, if we kind of turn it into a game, timers yes. can help make it a little more game-like. Too. Yes, and you're exactly right. Um, some students can only sit for five minutes to um, to and work a little bit on that worksheet. And then they need, once the timer goes off, they, they can do their own little different activities and then they come back to that worksheet. So timers are good in a lot of different ways. And it helps them be accountable for their own learning too. I mean, especially if you let them say, hey, I'm going to get this done in 15 minutes. I'm going to set this timer. You might need to encourage that at first, but if you can encourage them to do that and and set that timer and and take account or be accountable for what they are going to accomplish too. Right. So, Lisa, as we were speaking before, you had an awesome <laughs> quote, and it really, I loved it. We share it again. Yes, I just said that. Um, I feel like sometimes as parents, we feel like we're motivational speakers. We're trying to keep talking and talking and talking we think we're doing great but really when we look at it we are just being naggers all all day night long and kids just don't react to that we really need to step back let the kids be accountable but we have to show them how to do that some students don't know it automatically and some students need need that support and we are the ones that can help them to stay organized stay on task it's a very multitasking world, and these are skills that 
our students, our children need to know. Well, thank you for coming today. I love your suggestions. I know they work in your classroom and I know they work for your kids because I've seen it firsthand. I've actually taken a few of them and and started a few at home too because I can be a nagger at times. (laughs) And you're right, it doesn't doesn't end well for us. Parents or the kids, it never ends well. You're exactly right. So we appreciate all of your help today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, so much fun. And as a reminder, you can find our show notes at afterthebellrings.org. We have a couple books that we've put on there, too, for kids in pre-K through 12 about taking accountability for oneself and taking responsibility and organizational skills. We also have a few links for places to go to visit on the website to get some more ideas. And as a reminder, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe on Android, and you can find us on Stitcher. Thanks again, Lisa, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.